first episode of Marriage in Perspective. I'm so glad to have you here. So in the first episode, I talked about a number of things you should look out for in a man. But today, I'm going to be talking about a number of things that you've known about marriage, but are not true. They are not the, the truths. So we are going to be dispelling all those myths that you've known about marriage. First of all, let's talk about what God wants for a man and a woman coming together. What God wants to achieve for saying that a man and a woman should come together and become one. So, in the beginning, God said that for this reason shall a man leave his parents and cleave to his wife. God wanted a man to be with his wife. That is, and as an helpmate. So, God wanted a woman to complement a man. That's the reason why God created Eve for Adam. Are we getting it? Because understanding God's purpose for marriage will put us in proper perspective so that you know that, okay, this is actually the way God wants marriage to be and not about all the myths around um, marriage and how people have made you see marriage. Most times, people, well, in this world that we are now, people believe that um, marriage is the way most people make us see it on social media or let's say even our parents the truth is even you if you grew up in a functional family your parents they are both up and down you still do not know everything about marriage you cannot know everything about marriage from them because you only see what and um, what they wanted you to see do you get so Aside from displaying the myth of um, how social media has made us see um, marriage, we are also going to be dispelling for those that did not grow up in a in a good and functional family the way your parents have made you see marriage. Most people even get to know about marriage after they have gotten married. Do you see? You are, you you it, like it's just like getting a shock of your life. When you enter into marriage and be like, is this how marriage is? is if you don't know how marriage is supposed to be, when you get married, everything will just be looking like a dream to you. You feel like, is it like I'm living a, a, a life that is not that is not the way it's supposed to be? Am I on the right track? What is happening? What is? Do you do you understand? Do you get what I'm trying to say? So I want us to dispel um some um certain number of myths about marriage. First of all. The first myth I will be dispelling this today is um, the fact that marriage is all about endurance. You know, that is one major thing our, our parents have tried to, to make us see about marriage. I don't know why. There is a place of, okay, let's say um, the family is not um, so much financially buoyant or uh, perseverance. That one is different. But it's typically they teach us endurance. Like you have to endure. If the, if the man is not, if you are not happy with the things the man is doing, endure. If the children are giving you hard time, endure. Most women in marriage, even men, they are just enduring. Your wife is not too, is not um, being too good to you, 
you still have to endure endurance it is a need it is it is well don't let me say it is a need it is more like that is not how marriage is supposed to be there are same marriages do you get so if your marriage is not going the way it's supposed to be you should think about how to make it right not enduring when you when you endure too much you get so much to a dysfunctional life that you will not even know what it means to live a healthy and right life no matter even outside marriage if things are not going right we should always learn to tackle those things and not just endure them don't endure something that you can make better so i i get what i'm trying to say so don't just endure marriage don't endure marriage as a single guy a single lady don't have this mindset that i know marriage is forever nobody is disputing that but it is very bad when you go into marriage with the mindset of the fact that marriage is to be endured no marriage is meant to be healthy a place where the husband and the wife are happy with themselves and they are pushing God's purpose together with their children or maybe without children whichever one marriage is supposed to be healthy okay most of the times we think about um, the fact that we both did not grow up in the same family uh, so it's a law for us not to understand ourselves and people always say that it's the truth anyways that you don't get to know yourself even during courtship enough regardless of how long your courtship um, lasts is until you get married and you get to see a whole new things about the, the person you just got married to whether the man or the woman it's true you cannot know everything about someone if you are not living together. Even when you start living together, you won't know everything. But that doesn't mean that if they are giving you bad vibes, you should endure it or endure the attitudes and the attitudes, the behavior that are not good enough. No, no, it's, it's a very bad mentality, a very bad mindset, and I want us to get rid of it today. Another thing I want us to talk about is the fact that. Um, marriage is the way our parents molded into us. No, like, should I come again? Okay, another means or another belief that is wrong about marriage is the fact that marriage is the way our parents modeled it to us. No. You see? And even the people that, okay, let me say, you grew up from a healthy home where your parents both of them were up and doing or are up and doing and then you feel like oh wow marriage so sweet so nice see it's still not that way do you get my point because those of us that had um our parents modeled um the uh, modern marriage as the right as um, a happy joyful decade um, marriage to us we still do not know some things that um, are going on underneath or let me say behind closed doors 
some children believe that parents don't fight like couples don't fight they've never seen their parents fight before and as good as that is it still in a way keep them a a, a type of um, mentality or mindset that couples are not meant to fight and when they now marry they now feel like ah we are not supposed to fight in our marriage. I'm not saying that combating yourself now, fighting physically, no. Like, um, having issues. That couples are not supposed to have issues. So they boil. They boil inside. Maybe I'm the one that's not doing it right. My parent never fought. Why am I fighting with my spouse? Blah, blah, blah. They are just think. And this is... Couples have issues. And they deal with issues. Do you guess naturally we growing up in a from a separate environment will make us have issues but it is not wrong when we dwell on it when we dwell on the issues you know i was telling someone one day that uh, we make excuses for people so that uh, we don't end up fighting with them every time and the person was like okay let's say a random person but when it's uh, someone that you have a close relationship with it's very hard <laughs> Marriage will teach you to make excuse for your spouse. And that's one thing. Because you cannot be coming coming up with offenses every time. You you as a person will get tired, your spouse will get tired, everybody will get tired. So there are some situ- there are some issues that you know that they are not recurrent. And that you can easily overlook. But when you pick on every single offense, that's when you know that's that's when you know that okay you are going overboard and you too you will be stressed. It will be it will be affecting your mind, it will be affecting your prayer life, it will be affecting every good thing about you because every time you'll be frowning your face because you are offended. But if you make an excuse for your spouse, it will help you overlook a lot of things that are not relevant. There are relevant things, relevant discussions you should make when you are married. You know it will affect. Um, you it affects your family to affect your spouse your children you should talk about it do you get so the way the way our, our parents have molded marriage to us is not exactly the way marriage is in totality and especially if you grew up in a dysfunctional family that's why you have to even do more you have to do more you have to work on yourself you have to work on yourself i heard a story of a lady who um one day she was two years at that time the parents were fighting quarreling beating each other and she walked in on them she walked in on them and saw i saw her dad beat her mom and immediately they started having sex and that was it that was the end of um her as a lady who want who, who wants to have sex with a man because she feels that sex is from a place of pain and having sex you have to do you get my point like you have to be beaten or battered or something and she she grew cold to, to having sex and they said regardless of what they tried with her there was nothing they could do to help her so as a person that grew up from a dysfunctional family you have to work on yourself you have to work on your mindset you have to work on the way you see marriage you have to get healthy as a person most especially if you are still single so that you can attract a healthy man too because coming from a dysfunctional 
family in a way opens you up to being attracted by a dysfunctional leader man or being attracted to a dysfunctional lady too do you get so you have to work on your mindset and heal yourself of the wounds you have to heal yourself on, on the emotional wounds that um you've you've grown up in with you have to heal yourself address them don't just put two emotions up and then you you just you end up hurting yourself but these things if you don't heal they will always be there with you and only situations will make them come out from their hidden places and then you now wonder ah, i've forgotten this thing how come i'm remembering it it's because you have been wounded. You have been emotionally wounded with the way you saw marriage while growing up. And about the fact that it, it's just, I don't know, it's just the way it is. When you as a person, you've always believed that. Maybe you had an absent dad and it was your mommy that did everything while you were growing up. When you get married or as time goes on, you just believe that... Um, mothers are supposed to be the ones that take up all the load in the family and then you get married you start doing it start doing it start doing because you feel like that's the way it's supposed to be no that's not the way it's supposed to be you you are supposed to be an help means to your husband you're supposed to help your husband there are things that must be done by the man of the house because it's the head do you know you know most times we've even men even men they believe that is the woman that must be the prayer machine of the house and I, you know sometimes there was a time i saw a group on facebook the praying woman and then they i saw a post on that that was like um woman i can pray for you just make me happy and i was just like ah this is very wrong very wrong. Most of us have believed that it's the woman that must be praying all the prayers. The man just go, uh, he just goes to work very early, come back late, and then give you money. No, no, that's a very wrong thing to believe about marriage. That's not how God wants marriage to be. You are supposed to help your husband, and both of you are supposed to complement each other. I'm not disputing the fact that the man has, um, let's say, he, he works in a place where he has to go out very early. But that still does not rule out the fact that it is the work of the man to do. It is the man that is meant to do these things. Do you get? The man is supposed to be the one holding forth for the family. Being the priest of the house. That's how God wants you to be. Being the priest of and the woman, you will help him with it. When when a man wakes up in the morning, he should be able to lay hand on on the wife and the children and pray for them. Even if he doesn't have long hours to pray, or oh, you can do the long hours prayers, but he should hold up, hold onto his position as the man, the one that is the priest of the house. Are you getting my point? So I want you to search your heart and think about the the myths that you've created in your own mind about marriage. 
ways that you've believed about marriage. I want you to think about them and be and be yourself of them. You change your mindset about them so that so that you too can enter into marriage with um the right mindset and to enable you to enjoy marriage. God wants us to enjoy marriage. You know, I was saying I'm not gonna talk about this now. I will talk about it later. About the fact that God wants He loves you as a person, He loves you. Even outside marriage now, God loves you. He created you for a purpose. And he doesn't want you to meet a man that will not allow you to fulfill that purpose of God in your life. God does not want you to meet a man like that. So he wants he wants you to meet the right partner. Or as a guy, he wants you to meet the right lady that will not do you know some women are the reasons why their husband are not um, successful. Do you know? Because, you know, some men like this, um, uh, that's why some men, they are so scared of getting married because they don't want to miss it. They feel like, ah, well, they, they've experienced it, their family system. They've experienced it in their, mo- in their parents' lives. And then they feel like, if I miss marriage, that's the end of me. And they don't want, they don't want to go back to where they were coming from. The fear is also in them. That marriage is hard. Marriage is... And that's why you see a lot of men that are so scared of marriage. It's because of the mindset they've grown up with. That marriage is... Uh, marriage is endurance. A man will miss it. A man... Do you get all those, all those things? And they refuse to... They refuse to heal themselves of, of all those mindsets. So, I'm challenging us today that we should get healthy. Heal your soul. Heal your soul. Be healthy as a person. And and don't just take anything you see online. Don't feed your mind, your soul with everything you see online. You know, when I just see that I'm getting distracted or I'm getting the wrong things into my soul or my mind I, I i draw back and i i assess myself because these things end up storing in us they get stored in us and they reflect in us and through us and do you get my point they are the things that be coming out of you so if you have if you have seen you follow a group where all they talk about is divorce, 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 divorce. Before you know it, you yourself, you don't believe in marriage again. You start saying, ah, I don't want to get married though. This one, everybody's talking about divorce. But if you, as scripture says, as a man thinks, so is he. So you are what you think. And the things that reflect um, through you, the things that the things that you think about, the things that make up you, are the things that you feed yourself with. You will not be able to control it because something, you know, your mind attracts these things. And it's like when I'm hungry and I'm attracted to food around me, and then I, I pick them, I pick them and I hit them. So when your mind, when your mind gets this information, 
into into your system you will not be able to control how it reacts to them are you guessing me so that's why you should you should feed your mind if you grew up from here or you are still growing up or you are still in a family in a dysfunctional family don't just reflect on on the things you are seeing with your parents alone don't reflect on them alone start look for a family that are a family that are up, that are healthy, well and doing. Reflect your um, self, or let me say, um, think about them. Let your mind think about the things they do in that family. Yeah, wow. So family is this nice. Family, is happy, um, you can be happy in a family like this. This is how my whole family too will, will be. This is how my when I get married. This is how. Speak words. And what you want, speak it. Speak it. Let God hear it. Let your mind hear it. Let it reflect in you. Are you getting my point now? Don't just take in wrong um don't just take in wrong doses into yourself. Take in the right things. Change your mindset. And this is what I'm leaving us with today. Your mindset is the first part into getting it right in marriage. Do you get? It all starts from the mind. So, that is where I'm headed this episode. And by next week, I will also come your way and bring you another exciting and interesting episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Marriage in Perspective. Join me next week as I bring to you another insightful episode. For any question or inquiry, send a mail to me on marriageinperspective at gmail.com. Be blessed.